Hello and welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Chris Gallagher, and I'm joined by Christopher Bowd, the Bowd Man. Good evening, good morning, hello, how are you doing? That's for our overseas um, guys. That's because it's a podcast you download and you could be listening at any time. I was giving you a compliment there, I don't know why yeah. you're being such an asshole to me straight well, off the bat. We'll see. Just because you've got that weird be- beard doesn't necessarily mean... Yeah, it does. Do you know what I mean? Uh, we got Louis McCaffrey. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. All good morning. <laughs> All good afternoon. Good point, Louis. Houseway's favourite. Uh, and the freight train, Harpoon. Hello. I'll keep it simple. Just guess it simple. He just wants the job done. Wants to get involved. Uh, we got a complaint last week about someone rubbing their beard on the microphone. microphone. So when the, you don't have the microphone in your hand, please... Um, Every time, every week, and also you were the one with a big beard last week. I didn't have it last week. I shaved last week. Remember? Oh. Um, so I have a big beard bottle. You like to play with it. I don't oh, know if trying. it's the phallic nature of the microphone, but you constantly talk <laughs> with it when you're not talking. You rest it on your teeth. Yeah, I've just realised that this should have been an off-air discussion. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, and also just hold the microphone, like, uh, because um, when you jiggle the wires, to everyone, when you jiggle the wires, you can hear it, so, and I'm more sorry for that in the past, but there's only so much I can do. Anyway. Back to the first um, podcast, is it? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, Louis, we're going to open up with, uh, Louis McCaffrey's got some some interesting news. Louis, um, take it away. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm breaking this bit of news, Chris, um, but it's a team effort, of course. Um, but I think this might be the first one, is it? No. No? No. no. Well, first one in a very long time. Yeah, very long time. That lazy. Not, not we one. have a competition. Woo! 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 Um, we have a 90 Minutes Senate competition, which is going to run for the next week. Um, it's going to be based, obviously, on Twitter, because that is usually where we kind of interact with people. Um, so it's going to be a Twitter competition. You have the chance to win a replica Celtic 1967 European Cup winner's shirt, one of the retro tops, um, which are available in, in very select places. A very specific year, Louis. Is there any, anything ever happened in that year? Uh, I don't think so, mate. No, I just, even bomb. Just a good no. strip, aye. Uh, aye. Oh, it's a topper. Nice. Um, it's not pink. Okay. So you, you might want to get involved if you don't like pink tops. Um, so basically how you enter is you need to be following the 90 Minute Cynic on Twitter, uh, first off. And then we would like you to tweet us with a screenshot or a photo of you downloading or listening to this week's show. So it's got to be this week's show. Um, and obviously the podcast will be available from tomorrow which is Tuesday or potentially after listening to it that it's available I know I know yeah but it's um, <laughs> that's a good point I'm, I'm, I'm also going to tweet this information so, good yeah know. and again they'll, be, they'll be listening to this <laughs> when it's available I like to be consistent that's all um, so you need to tweet us at 90 Minutes Cynic with a screenshot or a photo of you downloading or listening to um, this week's podcast along with the hashtag 90MC comp so we need that in there we need that in your tweet yeah because if you're not if you don't send it it's invalid unfortunately you could spend all the time on that picture putting all the filters on it and taking a really long time but if you tweet us without that fucking hashtag (laughs) it is invalid do the filters get an extra entry 
nice wee filter on the picture. It's listen. It's, I'm not. Who knows how how we're going to pick it here? Artistic, I mean, artistic flair is welcome. Artistic flair is okay. welcome. It's an excellent. excellent. Um, so the competition is going to run uh, until next Monday, which is the first of August at six p.m. So any entries after six p.m. next Monday will not be included in the sweepstake draw, whatever you would like to call it. Um, and the winner will be chosen randomly, and it won't just be one of us going down a list of people and saying let's give it to that person it will be done fairly and it will be an electronic random generator which will pick out the what one what the fuck are you talking about random generator discuss that with me but whatever so the winner will be announced on next week's podcast which uh, hopefully the I won't be on because I'm going to be but one of you guys will be on and you'll reveal the winner and it will be live on Periscope as well. Hopefully, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll put it. We'll Periscope it. So, good chance if you want to find out early um, if you've won or not, you can listen to Yon Periscope. Yep. So if you obviously if you're listening to this uh, during the week, we're putting everything up on Twitter so you can get the information. Uh, if you're listening to this on your way to work, hope you having a, hope, I hope you have a good day. Yeah. Screen, screenshot it. Send it in. Get involved. We should, I was going to say as well, we should actually decide what time we're going to periscope so people can be tuned in for it. We will periscope at 7.15 exactly next week. Good point, Kieran. Very good Done. point. Good luck. Are you talking to me or the, <laughs> the listeners? I hope you don't can, enter, but can, good luck. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll tweet that out um, a couple of times this week, just trying to promote it and such. It brings up an interesting point that you mentioned that the prize is um, a strip. Kieran... Harry, I'm going to bring Hart the freight train in. He's not going to strip, is he? he? Well, he's wearing all red right now. He looks like he's in a Run DMC video. It There's does. absolutely no Very doubt about much. that. Um, oh. Which is, again, a look that's popular at the moment. Um, Kieran, in all seriousness, uh, thoughts on the controversial, in a lot of ways, Celtic third top, which is pink and black? It's different. We've not, I don't think we've had pink before. Um, I believe the rumours are that it's linked is it linked to the ticket from the 1967 final? Yes. I have a picture of it if you'd like to see. Uh, but, and who has decided that? Has New Balance come out and said that? Or the club? Or is it just... Well, New Balance have tweeted it, I don't know. It's quite a tenacious... It's quite a tenacious link, isn't it? Um, but anyway, what, I mean, what are your thoughts on it? Does uh, And let me ask you... I've only kind of seen that... Pi- I've not seen the actual official picture of the of the strip. I've just seen, I think it was up and was it in a Gale Street window? Yeah. yeah no, they've now got an official picture. Um, it's not ugly. Look, um, at, look at Scott Brown model that for you. Yeah. I, what I quite like about it, which I think they've probably done very well, is the sponsor and all the badges are all the one colour. Yeah. I quite like that. That's quite nice rather than having like... Is it Daffabet? Is it... Red and, ye- red and yellow or something is it uh, black and yellow is it I can't even think of it <coughs> the, the whole the whole daft of it isn't yellow it's just a wee bit about it but um, I, I think it looks alright but I mean see if you don't like it you're not going to buy it anyway so yeah Chris can I ask you I'm going to bring you in um, do you think there's a certain level of um, well actually I'll, you know, before I get the question before I get that question I'll get everyone's opinion on it first what do you think of it it's fine it's I don't see what the problem is. It's bold, pink, good. It's, you know what? I would also say it's safe as much as everyone's flying off off their nut about it. <laughs> you it, can't say stuff like that, man. Uh, <laughs> it looks almost closer to red to me than it does pink. The nice, the two-tone effect it gives it a gradient effect. 
I would prefer a flamingo that I'd be wearing. <laughs> I can be out there, boom, flamboyant. Um, do you think? There, do you think there's a certain level of homophobia connected to it, and people don't want to wear? Pink I believe if you do not connect it to buy this connected. strip, wear it, and tweet a picture of you saying "90 minutes in a comp" on it, <laughs> um, <laughs> you're a misogynist. You're a homophobe. You're just a terrible, terrible person. person. Horrible, great stuff. Horrible, great I, I, I don't see why people are upset. But do you think that I'm? I'm not. I'm not. I'm it's like, a fud strip. It's nothing to do with Celtic. What does it matter? It's a fud strip. Let's go back to the whole. Come out with tartan and all that. It does. It really doesn't matter. Bumblebee top. What's that got to do with a luminous yellow with black? And have they kind of first went? Oh, but then have they kind of liked it? They even liked it that much that it was brought out again. Yeah. Because it was out of the cadet time and it was only brought out, what, three, four it, years yeah, ago? Yeah, it was brought out for nostalgia, though. Nostalgia and more than anything else. But people still buy it. And no, the, you're, you're right. The ticket, you might say it's not a huge... That's the process of design of, look, what can we do? Oh, that's quite cool. But I see, would have enjoyed a little mustard yeah, mustard people, flair, as there's mustard in the ticket there as well. But, you know, people are saying, oh, you had the opportunity to really make a statement with the, the Lisbon lines, and uh, you've not. It's next year. Next year's the, the, the anniversary. So I'm sure they'll do something next year. I'm sure next year's going to be a massive year for Celtic in terms of the anniversary of, of, of the Lisbon Lions winning the Cup. This is just a football strip that's came out. Yeah, so they are linking it to the Lisbon yeah, Lions I mean, they are, it's the start of the season. Well, that, that, it's a lead-up to it as well. Yeah, that's fair enough, but you know, it's still next year. So if you the, the strip we have next season will be... What they should do next season, they should take the hoops and make that the third strip, and then for the first strip... Just go wild. <laughs> what? what? What do you think, guys? We, we've missed you, boo. Yeah, He's bringing something. He's bringing enthusiasm. Yeah. Um, Louis, what do you think about it? Um, would I buy it? No. But I don't... I, I, I really... I don't see... I don't see the massive the massive issue with it. I actually really like the collar. And yeah. I saw someone today say that they didn't like it, which is fair enough, not everybody's gonna. But I think... See if you... If, if you took because it's kind of got faint hoops in it anyway. Yeah. See if you were to take the pink away and you were actually to make that the green and white hooped home top, I think that would be really nice because I really like a collar on my home top. He but loves a collar. Well, so I, li- I like a I like a collar like that. Oh, See the know. collar that's on the home top now, minging. No, 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 not into that. No, your capacity, but no. Um, it's a third top. I think personally, obviously the f- the, the the home top's never going to change. The second the the away top. Is you know it's usually black or be different or, from you know, the home top. That's the, what the, that needs to the, do. The third top is your chance to go a wee bit mental and, and experiment. Have fun with exactly. it. Exactly. Have a bit have of a fun. Bit of fun for God's if sake. You're, the top if, is barely going to get used anyway. How many times have you used the third top last year? If you're if you're really sitting know. in the house green about a pink third top. Dry your eyes, pal. You need to get a grip. See what I would say. Get a, grip. Get a pink hanky and dry your eyes. With. What I would say is. Uh, in all seriousness, there seems to be, over the last couple of weeks, specifically this weekend, uh, a lot of just anger on Twitter towards Celtic for pretty much everything they do. Celtic are in a sort of no-win situation because, obviously, we'll talk about transfers and such, um, but no matter what, Celtic, that could have been a white top, right? It was It is a bold pink top. But see if that was just a white top, people would still complain about it just now. I think there's a certain level of... People had these expectations of when Brendan Rodgers was going to come in, he was going to get 25 new players and we were going to have a brand new team. And because that's not happened, people are just upset 
because a lot of people were like, oh, we're going to, you know, when Martin O'Neill came in, um, you know, we completely revolutionised. Different era, different time, different, you know. You think Martin O'Neill would have had a pink top? No, I don't. Sorry, carry on. Side of fence are you on? You're on both sides. You hate Wh- Whichever side allows me to shout in this microphone. <laughs> That's every side, though. You, yes, you exactly. can just Boom. shout. I will switch like that. Anyway, uh, in terms of the pink top, I don't really care. You about hate it. I, I just You're one of the homophobes, aren't you? You voted for Brexit. You were a no voter. <laughs> you don't like the pink top. That's the group you're in now. One of the bad guys. One of the bad guys. Um, I just, I'm, I just, I'm not a fan of that color. I, I wouldn't have mined a, a different. If it was a go bold and go a different color, fair enough. I'm just not a massive fan of that particular color. But I don't, at the same time, as everyone's, as Kieran rightly pointed out, probably you'd be used. Four or five times this season. Lucky if it's rouge twice. Yeah, don't particularly. How how often is green and white or black going to clash? There's no one. I mean, there's no one in the league that's black and white in St. Byrne or down in the championships. I can't think of another team at black Aberdeen, and white. Aberdeen red. Can you imagine against them? I know, but you're, obviously you get your home top first. Yeah. The hoops would be the oh, first sorry, one. Sorry, so that's what I'm saying. Nothing's clashing with green and white and bet. black. So I don't think we'll, you might never get to. The point is we have that just Champions League group stages or and beyond. Wait, you see them roll it out on fucking uh, Wednesday. I think <laughs> roll it out in the pink top. I think they should wear it in, in the old firm game. Yes, I called it the old firm. Oh Jesus! Oh, get to, hey, listen, old firms deed man. Rangers, deed. Are, Rangers are deed and all that. Get it? No. Uh, okay, so that's our thoughts on the top. Um, that was a bit pointless. That was a bit of a pointless ten minutes, but there you go. I do like the. Oh, keep the going then, by yeah, the <laughs> no, no, just one more thing. Just the tagline: "If you know your history, as if to troll the people that started." <laughs> yeah, digs at it when it was just leaked, and then yeah, it's like, actually it's this ticket. Yeah, which yeah, if you know, it's ridiculous new balance. Do you think there's ever been a, a troll? Do you think there's ever been a top? Designed based on a ticket before. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a it's reaching a bit. Uh, it's a wee bit. But I mean, just well, this is our new top. It's fine. Uh, the ticket. Oh God, yeah, ticket. Well, they couldn't make it the strip, so they had to come up with something. No, I think it, I th- actually think when I read that today, I just thought to myself, "Well done, New Balance. You have pulled <laughs> something out of the fucking hat here. Unbelievable. Yeah. Great. Anyway, but as we see, you know, it's that it is what it is. It's a strip. We'll probably only win a couple of times. What are you going to do? Um, so, we've had a few uh, games recently, within the last week. We've had some transfer news. Um, and also, we've got at least one signing as of Monday at half past seven. I don't know what could be possibly in the works at the moment. Uh, well, let's just kind of start with that. Kieran Colo Turi, what are your thoughts? Um, it's not it's not, a, it's not a bad signing. I mean, he's experienced. We need a defender. Um, because we were just waiting for kind of Yozo. Um, he said he's happy. To, I think what he said was he's he's happy to come up here, uh, be with Ben Rogers and help to kind of develop. So he seems as if Rogers has kind of said to him, "Look, I want you to come up and start to help develop defenders as well." So I don't. It seems like he might not be a first teamer until well, he will be at first. But then I think I think Yozo and Eric are going to be the first pair. And I think that's what um, Rogers has set his sights on. Um, Effie's out the door. I think Charlie's had his chance. I think we've offered him a contract, and he's just trying to play hardball. And I think they're just like, you know, well, you're not having it. Um, I mean, you still with Bayata as well to come back. So <laughs> the guy we completely forgot about last week. <laughs> um, so 
I mean, I have, people will go, we're we not, we not always going for youth, we're always not looking for a, a, a player to bring in to develop to sell on. And say, well, you can do a few of that, but there's just one, sometimes you just have to have a bit of experience in there. And we've noticed ourselves the defence, we know ourselves the defence has been a bit rocky over the last six months to a year. Um, so, I mean, I have not watched a lot of Tory, I wouldn't say he's a fantastic defender. Um, but, I mean, I've seen a tweet on as well, he was one of the, one of the, one of the invincibles. When Arsenal, I know he's a lot younger, obviously he's changed, but he's still got that experience of working under Arsene Wenger, working under Rodgers as well at Liverpool. Um, so hopefully some of that can rub off on some of the defenders we've got. Yeah, and it might help him. It's funny because there. I'll bring you in a second, Louis. But last season we were complaining about um, not bringing in experience. Um, not bringing in an experienced centre half, we kept buying players who were, you know, early twenties. You know, as much as Eric is twenty four, twenty five, and he's been the captain of Magelland, he's he's not got that much experience. And obviously, Joso's only twenty one. Now we've brought someone in, and you know, you're getting flack from other uh, these too old. But let me just. Well, so I was going to say, I was, I've not actually really. I don't go really do Twitter very often, to be honest. Um, but has there been a lot of flack for him over twelve? Uh, it's been fifty. I'd say it's, it's been. I'd, I'd probably say it's been seventy. Per, I think most people have been happy with it, but I think it's just because it's so expected. But let me just like Empire of the Cop at Empire of the Cop um, tweeted uh, a, a nice tweet. Colo Toure was important for Liverpool last season. This graphic proves it. We wish him all luck at Celtic. Um, and it's just it's stats. Seth will be loving this. Um, so when he's been in the starting eleven last season at Liverpool, Liverpool have won fifty five point six percent of their games. And when he's not been in the starting eleven, they've only won thirty seven point nine. Well, something sorry that Klopp favoured him over Scuttle. Yeah, and yeah. Scuttle obviously been a bit younger, seems a better defender, but yet seems he can have more trust in using Tory rather than Scuttle. Well, yeah. what I noticed about those stats, if you scroll down, um, they actually conceded more goals when Tory was in the team. It's just they scored a lot more. Well, how about you take your stupid fucking opinions and views and you shove them? Okay. What do you, What do you think, Lee? Um, and then I'll bring you in as well. <laughs> yeah, no, I, th- I think you're right. I think last season, um, I think we were all pretty much in agreement that we wanted uh, a bit of experience at the back. We didn't necessarily want another project centre half. Um, just someone who's who's got experience and someone who who will just do the basics. You know, bring a, a bit of uh, kind of organisation back to to the centre of defence and someone that you could you know someone who's dependable enough um, <coughs> and you know we've not we've not had that in, a, in quite a while and uh, uh, the players that were linked to before uh, Toure came in players like the, the the one that stood out for me was the boy St Just or Just or yeah, whatever yeah. So, um, so I mean he was, but he would have been a project player and when you seen him although he, he did look uh, quite good on, on YouTube as everybody does but he did look like he would have to build he didn't look like a dominating centre half yeah I, I don't you know, I think he, he was fast I think he's fast yeah. but I don't think he's necessarily most physical exactly so you know if we'd got him in I think you'd, you'd still although there's the potential there I don't think um, he would have brought us what we needed at the time Toure on paper you would hope that he um, could bring a bit of experience educate some of the younger players um, and just you know, not do anything fancy. Just, just play it simple. Keep do do the basics, and just organise us a bit better. That's that's what I'd like to see. Like a um, captain, like like uh, like a captain, Chris. Like a captain, right? He should organise us like a captain should organise us. Absolutely. Like a captain. 
Yep, that would be useful. If you think about it. I know. I don't know what James Forrest was playing out the other day, but he's just not captain material. Correct. Thoughts on Tony? <laughs> um, I, I, we, we need a centre-back and talk about I, I, it. I, I, let me jump in, because they've got, got... Will he go into the team on Wednesday? Oh, no, he can't go into the team Wednesday. No, he's not registered as a wild card. No, he's not registered as a wild card. Which I'm surprised at. I think we, we, we don't really have another centre-half. Well, we've got a couple of youngsters centre-halves. I heard didn't travel. So that means O'Connell must be starting. They have to be starting. He's not going to start at Effie. It might be Lustig and um, they might just go four at the back. Well, we'll get to what we think is going to think. Um, sorry about... Um, so I just your opinion because I totally yeah. forgot that's out there. Um, so yeah, he's experienced. He's played for teams that win, uh, which is important. I think that's actually a really important point. Yeah. Um, he's won titles in, he's won titles in <coughs> different countries. Two different teams in the Premier League. One of only six players to do that. That's right, Man City as well. I keep, I keep, I keep, I keep forgetting he was at Man City. Um, but he... My kind of concern just with his age... He doesn't have a huge amount of pace. If we're playing with two centre backs, him and Eric, neither of them are. He's faster fast. than you think. He's, he's got a good. He's got a good. He's got good pace over a you know ten to fifteen yards. He's not obviously a long distance thing, but he's not as slow as people are making out on Twitter. Because Lovren's not. I don't think Lovren's a fast defender. No, he's, he's also pish. Well, who who who's his partner then most of the time last year? Um, well, let me just see. I, I, I mean, Scuttle must have played in there sometimes. You you Scuttle. You got Lovren. The other thing, I mean, I was talking to Marek about that, and he was pointing out that Juve aren't exactly blessed with pacey defenders. Look but at, pa- look at Patrick, some of the smartest look defenders in the world. Yeah, it? exactly. Like Patrick Evra, right? Who is what thirty-seven? I think. Well, he's he's old anyway. Patrick Evra was one of the best players for France at the Euros. Do you know what I mean? And he's people, he was. He was one of France's best players. Mm, was he? Yeah. Yeah. You're lucky this isn't a Europod. Otherwise, we could argue about it. But we'll move on. No, but my point uh, is, my yeah. point is, he he brings an experience to Juventus and to France that me, me, you know, a couple of years ago, people would have thought he was over the hill. But the fact is, he's still got that experience and he's you're, helping. You're drinking the English the media. Fuck? You're drinking the English media Kool Aid. He's somebody that played in Kool Aid. Yeah, you, where are you from? <laughs> fucking Boston, that kid. He's <laughs> gonna do a Boston accent, but I won't move on. Keep um, move on, please, please move on. This move is why. On. Uh, now I apologise for this podcast already. Yeah, yeah. No, but I think. Um, Getting back to Toure, I think yeah, he's, he's decent. We need a centre-back. We might have Boyata and Yuzo hopefully coming back from fitness. Although The rumour is that the, both of them are going to be fit for the second... The, if, if we get by Astana, touch wood, um, they're going to be available for that round. If we don't get by Astana, then we go into the Europa League playoffs. Here we do. You said to me last week, if we get beat, no, if we're out our no, if we get beat by Should Red we Imps, we're if out on our That's why, because that's the, that was the point. If we get beat by Red Imps, we're out on our If we get lose, if we lose to Astana, we go into the Europa League playoffs, which means we, we could get a tough tie there as yeah. well. So, but, but I think, but like Bow's Bow's point about the the UV defence. They are like they are pretty much the pinnacle of defending right now in in modern football. The, those three guys who are all, you know, not maybe not Colo uh, uh, Turi's age, but they're not at the beginning of their careers. And fair enough, they have a wealth of experience with many different managers, and and they've obviously the keep on the world behind them. Exactly, but that's but. At the same time, that's what I'd like to see. That's what everybody would like to see, obviously. But that is what we should be striving to get: as defenders that are smart, as you say. It's more. I think more about 
the mental side of it for a central defender than it is somebody marauding up the pitch as we've often had with the likes of Van Dijk although Van Dijk was obviously a head and shoulders above most of the people he was playing against but he did like to take the ball out defence and go wandering I, I want somebody who's smart in there yeah no I, I agree I, th- I think that's one thing about um, with Toure he's going to bring his key, as you just said he's going to bring experience so if he's sitting in there with Eric you know as much as Eric Looks like he's probably going to develop into a really good. He's the best half. player that Celtic have ever. Well, had did you see him misjump that? Mis- misjudge the chance against Red Imps, which I've seen him do a couple of times. Where he jumped up for a header, completely misjudged it, and the ball's fallen, and he's not been able to get back and track the guy. He did that against it, and pretty much if we'd conceded, that would have completely blown the game over. What I'm not saying what, what age is Eric? Twenty four or twenty five. I'll, yeah. I'll confirm that for you. He's, he's no, he's still young. That's my point. No, he still ah, needs. He still needs to develop. A centre half doesn't really come into their prime until they're twenty seven, twenty eight, and that's you know, the ones at the, the ones at the very top, yeah, maybe before but, that. But then, as we as we said last week, it'd be good to see Eric, you know, not having to look over his shoulder and worry about who he's playing against. That's it'd, that, that's it'd be, a good it'd be point. nice to just see him. You know, him and Toure. He's twenty four. Sorry, he's twenty four. It'd be interesting to see him and Toure together because it, it, I would imagine he, he would he would probably feel quite comfortable with Toure as yeah, opposed to Effie and he, he's going to have the chance. But the thing is, sometimes I think Eric looks as if he is trying to do everything and he's running about like a madman. He can calm his game down if he knows he's got a, somebody reliable well, next to him. You know? Yeah, I I agree with you. Uh, well, we've got other transfer. Kind of points to make, but I want to take a time out for a second and go to the Red Imps performance. Uh, it was an interesting setup, Kieran. It certainly was. Um, it was a back three with two with two fullbacks in there, and which not, I thought. But then, yeah, not only two, not only two fullbacks, but one fullback who has had no experience yeah. of playing centre half. Lustig has a little bit of experience with that. I think, obviously. At the time, we had to win the game, so I think Rogers knew a fact of we were always going to have the majority of possession, and you could see that with the lineup because obviously he had the kind of back. Although it was a back three, Tierney went up at times, but Lustig wouldn't. He would always stay back. And anytime Tierney went up, Brown would fill in because Armstrong played more central, so it was almost like exactly, yeah. it was almost like Armstrong and McGregor. Were playing behind the front too because you'd obviously Roberts on the right and then you had Brown was kind of like the anchor in there and Tierney was kind of like the, although he was back three he was asked to put he did seem to push up a, a little bit in fact tell I sorry James Forrest on the left that's what it was so he felt Forrest was on the left and Armstrong was Which in the middle was beside McGregor something that shocked us all I but was we'll quite, I, that, I was quite yeah. shocked that he, that he started um, but I, I mean it was like like, like I said. It, Thankfully, the fans didn't get in the back because, I mean, it was 26 minutes, I think, we scored. Yeah. So, I mean, it did take a bit of time. Fair do is, I mean, their keeper had a, a blinder of a game. He was playing off the bar. We've had the bar. He was playing off And I've seen the rerun. Was it a penalty or not? Was it outside it the box? It was a stone wall. So, Bowdy, you must have, you, you saw, it was a stone wall penalty. Yes. A, a, absolutely stone wall. Because the ref, the ref actually gave it. Point. The ref was closer. Then all of a sudden he decides to go over to his linesman and starts chatting to him and then decides, no, it was actually outside the box. So It was just bizarre. It was just a bizarre decision. He'd given it and then... I mean, had that had that one in, I think we would have had a lot more goals. But I think, obviously, we got to... We got to 26 minutes. We got our goal in. We got we get three goals in 10 minutes quite quickly. Second half, we did seem to... Take, not take it off the pace a little bit. We just... 
Reese weren't creating enough chances and we weren't being more clinical with them. But again, that was down the, a fair bit that was down the keeper. I mean, the keeper was pulling off some good saves. Um, who who also at Dembele? I think Dembele still needs needs more time. I think he needs a goal as well. He he's got, he's got a good touch, but there was sometimes when it was he had a chance when he should have taken the strike first time. Yeah, but took an extra touch and then I got bogged in by players or he went too far wide and the shot the shot wasn't there. But I think that's just going to come with a bit more bit more game time, which I think. Well, so over the last two or three games, he's stuck with Dembele and Griffiths. The, the first the, the imps away. He put Griffiths out right, and I think he's seen himself as not working because the next two or three games after the two friendlies plus the second Imps game, it was chopped up, yeah. and it was two of them together. So I think he's noticed that he can't play Griffiths out wide, so he's going to have to play a two. So I'm still not out of all the games. I'm not quite seeing what his actual formation is because he's been chopping, changing. Because um, also he had the, the back, I think the back three against Imps was just a one-off. I think he just wanted to get as many attacking style players in there. Um, um, wasn't it wasn't confident to use Effie as part of that back? Yeah, three. yeah, of course. Um, but he also kind of played the same sort of lineup against Leicester. Well, I missed the first twenty minutes, and I came in, and I think bouncing as a back three. I'm like, it's not a back three; it's a back four. Because I initially seen Yanko was playing. Yanko was pushing right, right up. But then so was um, Izzy in the left. Oh, it was a, it was, see, it was Izzy and Yanko, and it was O'Connell and Lustig. Yeah. So it was a back four. I think maybe Yanko wasn't pushing it first, but when I when I started watching it after twenty minutes, Izzy and, and uh, Yanko were both up and down, up and down. So it became a, it was a back four. So I don't know if they tried it at the back three. Maybe it didn't work with Yanko being part of the back three the way Lustig and Tierney could maybe kind of adapt themselves to it, and then they had to amend it to a back four. So he seems to be chopping change between the four and the three, and I just. Not sure what it is. I mean, see, I come tomorrow, see, come Wednesday. I couldn't tell you right now if it's a back three or a back four. I, I think, I think, I think the point would be, um, you, you're right. He keeps changing it to the point where we don't know. But a lot of that is probably to do with personnel, um, because he doesn't want well, to. Not, play, he doesn't want to play. Uh, I was not got enough so centre backs. We don't have enough centre halves. I was still trying to. Well, he's learned session if he's going to be he's, this. He's, is it something? That I think it's his finger. He's not travelled because he's dislocated his finger or some bullshit. I mean, for fuck's sake, mate! You're not what you're not a goalkeeper. Do you know what I mean? Look at Vardy; he's got that. He feels that cast constantly. He's got like three fractures in his hand, and he ah, just feels he's a real fucking man. Uh, Louis McCaffrey uh, smiling away. Love that. Yes. Uh, thoughts on the Red Imps game, and was there anybody that um, impressed you, and was there anyone that didn't impress you? Um, Do you want me to go through the lineup just in case you forget? No, I've got it in front of me. Okay. Um, are you going to go through it anyway? I'll go through it anyway, just for the, the listeners. Sviachenko, Lustig, Tierney at the back. Brown was kind of sitting. Uh, then we had uh, Roberts, Forrest at each side. McGregor and Armstrong in central mid. And Dembele and Griffiths. Um, yeah. Impressive players for you? <laughs> I suppose some man will like this. Um, you would have to say, obviously, Roberts. Oh, would you? The, fu- the first half... The- the first half, we played some some really nice football at times, and you know, as Jinty was saying last week, uh, Keith was talking about double figures. It's that was never going to happen because Celtic always take their foot off the gas when they go a few, uh, well, a couple of goals up usually, and um, they just totally take their foot off the gas. And you can understand why they do that as well because you're not going to play at. A, 100 mile an hour when you don't have to because god if somebody get injured trying to do something stupid then you know we would be we would be going crazy but the first, first half was good i enjoyed the first half second half was p- 
pretty much a non-event. I can't really remember much of the second half. Griffiths um, had a, had a few opportunities that he probably should have put away. Yeah, but we'll put that down to we, rustiness because of course, it's still I mean, pre-season. we 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 could have scored a lot more if it hadn't been for their keeper, uh, their keeper at times. If it hadn't been for for us not taking our chances when we should have. But overall, professional display got the job done. and I was happy with it. I think the the whole thing about him playing a three at the back and the thing with Rogers. That I've 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 liked at times. I'm not saying all the time because I I think that the players are still trying to implement what he's wanting them to do. But I think you see a a much better structure, especially when he's playing the three at the back. Because every time we attack, so if if we're on the ball and we're attacking, it's three five two. So he's quite happy to have the three. As soon as we lose the ball, it drops into a four at the back. And things change, so more it is four four two, so, and we look a lot more more rigid. We look a lot more structured going forward and and defending, which I like. Which is the one thing that Dyla just couldn't do was have that kind of structure. Do you, do you in place. think that um, Sadie Yanko's pace and his athleticism will eventually mean that he'll take over from Lustig? I think I think it just when it. you say when you say that obviously Tierney as you say if we're going forward the the full backs or the you know wing backs if we go go yeah. full three at the back we'll bomb forward and then drop drop back what are you doing with your stupid face he said that with a Tierney's eye <laughs> I know because <he> <laughs> Listico play centre half he'll play whatever you fucking want him to he's there yeah I mean that that's that's the thing though I think you're gonna have to have if Lustig I, I don't think Lustig will play it right back much now. I think if if Yanko's fit, he plays there, um, and yes, move him in if you, if you if you're quite happy to have the three. Let's face it, he's only going to do that against lesser opposition. He wouldn't. I don't think he'll do that against against Astana. I think he'd play more of a four three three like he wants to play when we're at home against Astana. We could play a five, at, you know, defending and three yeah. attacking. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Basically, five three two. Yeah. Um, um, but the thing is, and that Roger, would work. That would work with Tierney and Yanko. Exactly, but that's the thing. Rogers gives you uh, it, clearly. He gives you options. He's he's got different formations, multiple formations, if you like, during each game, which and, which I like. My only concern is that potentially, if he does want to play three five two in games that we're going to dominate, potentially Yanko or Tierney drop out. And, and lose out which is, which, which is which is concern that Tierney possibly would be the one that would that would lose out because he might think that when at, at times you know try to put Tierney and in, inside that's not no, going he, he has to be out wide it be Yanko because you can replace Yanko with Roberts as Roberts being a winger if he's the right winger you could be because he was at times playing as the right wing with the back three whereas on the left side but we Robert, don't really have a proper left winger. Roberts is terrible at come back. But then if you've got he's, your back three... He, he's not got any athleticism. I think if you get your back three, push your Scott Brown coming coming over to help out. It'll be Scott Brown. Jesus. I, I want to bring, I wanna, yeah. I wanna bring uh, this fine gentleman here, Chris Bowden. But before I do that, I want to just make the point that see the fact that we're having this discussion about different formations, it just shows you the difference. That Dyla was rigid in what he was going to do. He had his formation and he would make the players fit the formation. No plan B, I believe that was a 90 minutes in it exclusive. Exclusive. Um, I believe um, it was also make plan uh, A work. Yes. That was plan B. Uh, Boud, what did you think of the performance overall? And how do you think Forrest, um, how do you think he played? And do you see a future for him? No. I... And to try to take 
if, if we try to put it from the perspective of uh, year one or year zero and everyone's got all, all reputations of what's happened in the past are now gone and you're just judging the players on what you've seen within the last couple of games would, would Forrest does he look like he's trying well that's it I don't I don't think the hunger's there from Forrest to be honest um, the hunger's there from Chris Commons of course we know that yeah well um, he does resort, oh, stop it <laughs> he caught, what did he ever do to you um, um, yeah no uh, I, I, Forrest we've, we've been wanting him to become the player he could be for a long time but I mean, it's better for everybody at this point, probably, if he just finds another club where he'll play more consistently and th- have a new challenge. I thought he started pretty well in the, the Red Imps game. I thought he, he got on the ball quite a lot. He looked like he wanted to get involved. And then he just sort of drifted out. Now, a lot of that might be do, to do with the fact that everything was going down Patrick Roberts' side because he was, you know, dynamic and every time he got the ball, he excited the crowd. But... All, all Forrest needed to do was when he got the opportunity to take the opportunity yeah. because they were playing against guys who, um, and by the way, I should put, I should say Lincoln Red Imps, good for them, put in a terrific performance, I thought, over both legs. Yeah. I, say, I don't mean that condescendingly, I just mean, you know, not, They've not had a lot football. of European experience, but they've never been embarrassed in Europe. Yeah. So we look, we might look at them as a tiny wee team, but, you know, they've never, never been gubbed. Hashtag Celtic Red, uh, Lincoln Red Imps family. Yes. Um, what about McGregor? It's brilliant. I love you, McGregor. Okay, we're looking for a bit more insight. No, no, that's <laughs> that'll do you. That'll do you. No, um, as we transition to a brownless Celtic, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's good that we've got a, another young Scottish midfielder who can actually um, play. Well, he can, he can do a lot, which is really good about McGregor, but he is, he, he's dynamic in there, he mixes it up, he does. Do you see him as a central midfielder? I think so, yeah. Do we all agree that it's probably central midfield? Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, well, uh, saying that with Brown, I actually thought the second half performance of Brown was probably one of the, one of the better ones he's had over the last season. Brown seasons, coming I back was to really support good. the defenders as they moved forward and stuff like that, you did well. Uh, do you know, I, I'm obviously a massive critic of Brown, but I will tell you one thing, right? I thought, I, I thought he had an okay performance, but... In the first half... First half was dread. First half, I've never seen someone with no pressure on them give the ball away so much. His misplaced passes God were awful. ridiculous. Celtic Red Imp family. That's true though, sorry, I forgot about that. So it was basically a friendly, so yeah. it's all fun. No, but his first fucking... Yeah, Louis, you're like a lot of first, balls. First half... A lot of them though, Chris. Like a lot, man. His passing... It, he, he, missed, he misplaced more passes than he actually made, which you just... Anywhere in that middle three, he should not be doing that. He just can't do that. But and then, you know, well, he, there was no, there was no pressure on him though. That's that. that see if if we, if we were again playing against like Barcelona, right, or one of the one a really tough team, right? You can expect, you can maybe expect, uh, you know, a couple of misplaced passes, right? Fair enough, because they're under pressure and you're getting dinged. But this is this is Lincoln Red Imps. What does that tell you, then, Chris? He's it, no cle- good. it clearly smiles of a lack of ability. Oh no! I, I, we'd never qu- we've never questioned Brown's lack of ability. It's just became so <coughs> glaring. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. so glaring these days. The, the, the older he's getting, the more obvious it is that he he's, his technical ability is dropping further yeah, and further off where it, where it needs to be for a Celtic captain. I, I mean, especially I don't know if if you watched the Leicester game. 
Um, but the Leicester game, I, I wasn't happy with the middle three at all, Brown, McGregor and Armstrong, I, I did, especially first half, I, I didn't think the three of them were very good. I don't think any of them got in the ball and had any real structure to the three of them, kind of continuity. I didn't. I, I wasn't happy with them. But Brown was just like... It, it, it was almost like a thug in a Celtic top, just running about, making ta- like misplacing tackles, barging into people, misplacing tack- uh, passes. I mean, it was just like everything that you would not want to see when you're playing against the English champions. And I, let's face it, a glamour friendly that people would actually watch and turn out to see. If, if you could have just turned it on, just. Just for that one Saturday, I'd have already turned it on for competitive games at Martin Louis. But that's just me. That's just me. Yeah, it's just you. Um, But for that game, I mean, I'm not trying to say that the the game meant obviously it doesn't mean a great deal. But I think when people are watching it, you would think he would have raised this game. It's less than a chance of selling him to an English Championship or lower. Premiership team, and I, I just, I just thought again, just showed himself up. But the worrying thing is, though, we can see it. I think a lot of Celtic fans have realised and now see it. I yep. think the tide has changed. I was and, asking that Brown, last week. Yep, with Brown, I, def- I definitely think it has. Um, he's been a great servant. He's done a lot. He's been here for years, captain, brilliant. But it's time for him to go. But I don't think he will because. Because politically, Rogers, I don't think feels strong enough to 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 pop him at the team. I don't, I don't know. I I think uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I know we're still in pre-season, but come on, every he, he, has he impressed for Rogers? No, not once. No, and Rogers talks him up and talks about you know his leadership qualities and all that. We would probably beg to differ, but I mean, we don't see him every day at training. But from a purely football and ability and playing a position, he's been dreadful. So, I mean, uh, the point I was going to make earlier was, you know, if this is like, you know, we're judging these players now. So we're trying to take away all past, if if we were doing that, all past, you know, negative. So there's a lot of bias towards Brown, in my opinion, from a lot of fans, including myself, maybe you, about how much you let Ronnie dial it down, right? That's what I think. I think think Brown, let Ronnie dial it down, right? But... Scrap that. If you just judge it on games, and I know, joking aside, Chris, I know you're a massive fan of Brown, right? If you just judge it on games, we've had two competitive games so far, and he's been dreadful in both of them. He wasn't necessarily dreadful in the home game against the Red Imps, right? We, I do not disagree far, with you, um, but he, I am he did not play well un- and with no pressure. I am off the Brown train. That is. That is off, off the Brown train for a while. <laughs> I have been. I it's have been. been about three years, mate. <laughs> from what I remember. Um, uh, so, I mean, ultimately, you, you. But what we've got to think about is who then goes in there as well. So, which is what might be on Rogers, Rogers' mind. Does yeah. Are we? Is it? Are we free to talk about Leicester? No. <laughs> Can we do that? The floor is open. Yes. Um, I liked Alan. Is Kieran doing a job. Eh? <laughs> Aye, he is not off the brown. <laughs> He's about. Oh, jeez. Oh, Disgusting. Go on, Lee. Um, I really liked Alan when he came on. Um, I thought he immediately looked like he was trying to dictate things. Wanted to get, he constantly wanted to get on the ball. He was kind of playing 
if you like, behind, obviously, and 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 the role that that Brown would usually play, you know, in be- in between the midfielders and the defenders, but he w- he was more or less staying there, um, taking the ball, kind of like you see, you used to see uh, Javi doing. It. Obviously, he would he would also go forward at times, but. When he was at his brilliant best, it was like it was just like a metronome. He would get the ball, pass it, and then if that player didn't have an option, he passed it back to Javi. That's kind of what Alan was doing. He didn't have very long on the pitch, granted, but I think he looked his spatial awareness. I thought was brilliant. Yeah, he, he, he was con- he was constantly looking around, trying to see who was around him and and how much time he had if the ball was to come to him. Do you think that shows his intelligence? Do you think that Brendan Rodgers is going to try to make? Scott Allen, Joe Allen, Could play do. that, play that, play in that hole, link up play, yep, simple passes, but look, because one of the criticisms, and I'm going to bring you in with this, which I think is a, is an odd criticism, people criticise Scott Allen for trying too much and too often to make the killer pass. Do you think that, you know, if if maybe he is trying too hard to impress that much, and maybe if he just slows himself down and takes time and drops maybe a little bit deeper, yeah. make it the best out of him. Yeah, there's a balance there. Um, if every single time you get the ball, you try to make that champagne shot pass. Um, you were looking for Hollywood pass. Hollywood. That's, that's the phrase you were looking for, yep. Hollywood pass. Um, be champagne if you want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's call it a champagne. I thought you were more of a Prosecco man yourself. <laughs> um, Look at that beard, I love the Prosecco. <laughs> Yeah, then you're probably going to lose the ball a little bit too much. Sometimes you, there's a, an easy pass, keep the ball. But something that Celtic have lacked... Um, ball retention. Well, no, I was going to say the absolute opposite. Something <laughs> we've, we've lacked... <laughs> <during laughs> Giving the ball away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's do that more. Lacked during Dyla's time and Lennon's time is a, some, just making that direct pass or that, uh, going for the direct goal. Yeah, um, going for the direct goal. <laughs> yes, going for the direct goal instead of passing but it. Celtic for so long, you, you've had that thing where we get to the edge of the box and we yeah, just yeah. Kind of pass it. Well, it, it was and it, don't do anything. Yeah. Um, it was it was prominent under Tyler. You're right, but then I, I do think that I mean that that is what Rogers likes to do. I mean Rogers likes to keep the ball. He likes to keep moving it sideways yeah. and wait for the mistake and then cap. But, cap- see, but, like, I, but, but the, you the, need to then take it, man. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. A, the difference with is still champagne pass. <laughs> With a champagne pass. Uh, the difference is, though, that's, that's Roger, uh, possession football is Rogers MO, right? So to keep the ball and as you say, to, to play it, to find out little spaces, workspaces, to then have the thing. That's his MO. That's how he plays football. Yeah. Ronnie Dyla, as much as I love the guy, we were told plays, played an aggressive free-flowing type of football, one-touch passes, yeah. back to front as quickly as possible. So as much as that's how Dyla ended up playing... That wasn't his style. Whereas, if you've got someone who that's their specific style, hopefully we'll get better Carry results. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But the the one thing I'd say about Scott Allen is I think we all re- need to remember of where he came from. He came from Hibs, where he was the best player. He was the star player. He was the creative influence of that team. He was so big cheese. He he was the one that had to be creative, had to play the forward pass because everybody's looking to uh, him to do that. He wasn't the one who sat back and and played that that role so he's got a different role to learn if that he's, he's a link in a chain now compared to yeah. being that Joe. but the the thing is though with because he's he's not going to go into if you were to say just now armstrong mcgregor's positions right he's not going to go in there because he's not got the engine to go up and down the pitch i i, I can't see it 
No. The thing is, though, it's I think it's against Ajax when he gave the ball away, he could barely keep up with <laughs> the breakaway. If if you put him in there and and you make him, I mean, that's your defensive midfielder. Then that's the thing, and he's not a physical type, which is what we've wanted. Then you've got a choice between Brown, Allen, Beaton. I don't. I don't know. It's, it'll be interesting to see what he does with him. But I liked him in there against Leicester. I thought for the for the short time he was on the pitch, he looked impressive. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. This also brings up an interesting point. Um, great segue, Louis. Uh, Rogic, Rogic, Rogic. What do you call him? The Australian fella, who's always unfit. Uh, we're going to get Kieran's Kieran's back from doing a job, we assume. Um, <laughs> so we'll get we'll get his we'll get his opinion. We know his opinion, but we want to hear his thoughts. But about um, Rogic, um, the point I made the other week was sometimes I think it's tough to maybe count on him um, if you put him in in a game like Astana, for example. I don't know if you could. I just don't know if he's got the experience. Or even the sometimes engine to to maybe last as long as he should, or sometimes the game passes him by. Uh, but ultimately, he's clearly talented. If 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 the rumours are true that he might be on his way out, how do you feel about that? It would be disappointing because he does he does he is a talent um, clearly. However, as you've said, we've still not really seen him have a run of games where he can play the full 90 and you know he'll consistently perform on a basis and do it so is it you, you kind of have to get to a point where a player where you just realise it's not working um, I'm not saying we're there with Roger yet but if somebody came in with, with silly money yeah I mean I, when I say silly money I mean you know six or seven million pounds for a player who's you know doesn't start every week yeah. and well I, and, and we've been told Rogers will get the, the money from player sales to spend again. So if he sells him and then buys a six or seven million pound midfielder, do we think we can get something better than Rogic for six or seven million? We spend it right, absolutely. It's just a case of do we. Kieran, what are your thoughts? Because we know you how much of a fan. I know you are as well, Louis, but I mean, if you think about it from. Yeah, just what you I think it's not. I mean. I don't really think I feel that a player needs to have to play ninety minutes week in week out. Not in his role anyway, because after a while, maybe after seventy odd minutes, you want to change it up a little bit. You want to freshen it up. Now you don't always need to freshen up the defence. If the defence stays a unit, they keep them as a unit. Whereas if you're an attacking style player, you people can like for instance, Roger can play seventy minutes one way, and then you can make a change, and then somebody else's changes the, the, the kind of dynamics of the game, which their team might not expect. But I mean, if he if he can't play ninety minutes for us, I can't imagine a team coming in will pay big money for somebody that they don't feel can play the ninety minutes. I I, I actually feel more he's going to go because he's not going to fit Rogers' formation from what I can see. Because we're going to have a if it's the way it's going, there's a two up top. So if there's two up top, then it's two, it's needs uh, two midfields midfielders. One as a as a kind of holder and one with the engine. Now he's obviously not a box to box player, and I, I know that myself. And that's not even anything to do with his his, uh, his fitness and anything like that. It's just the fact that that's not a style of play. His style of play is the number ten in there. I mean, he's great on the ball. The ball at his feet is fantastic. I mean, it's very similar to Roberts as well. Roberts with the ball at his feet is phenomenal at times. I mean, okay, it's the imps and people who say it's a kind of they're part time footballs, but 
there's still a body in front of him, but the way he was kind of ripping some of those players as well, um, taking on players and getting them out. Roach is very similar, but Roach is very good at um, playing people in at times. He, he can see a good pass, and he's also got a cracking shot in him, but he is a number 10. He's not a winger, so he's not going to play out the side of it. He's not a box-to-box player. Now, if you're playing top top, he's getting sacrificed. Um, so I, I can maybe see that's why. I think himself, he might say, do you know what? I've been at Celtic now. This, this must be third year. This is his fourth, 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 so fourth, fourth, fourth season. So he's saying now, if I've been here four years, and now all of a sudden... The new Sorry, this will be his fifth season. Five years we've had him? Yeah, 2012-2013 season. So we've had him since 2012. Aye, but we've not played this season yet, so he's, aye, he's so that, been that, involved that, in four seasons. Aye, okay, this will be his fifth aye. season, though. I think if he gets season very well, if I can't force myself into a first 11, then I think he's probably saying, right, you know what, it's time I would maybe go elsewhere to a team where they play with like a number 10 behind a striker that I can fit into. Um, and I think that's more of a reason why he's kind of going is the fact of he's kind of his role isn't going to exist really under yeah it's just. not going to be defined. Um, he's 23 years old and he has played 65 games. It's not a lot. It's really not a lot. And that's twenty three. If he was, so he came to us when he was eighteen. You you wouldn't expect him to play so many games in the first year or two. Plus, he went away on loan as well for. I just mean it. I just mean in general. I mean, I'm just making the comment that at twenty three, if I haven't only played sixty five games, is not a lot. Thing is, he's gone. Friendly. He's gone nowhere. He's gone absolutely nowhere. I've not seen any of these rumours. I walked into this house. You told me about this. I don't believe. Oh, they've I don't, been going about since. I don't believe it. Well, I think they've resurfaced, but a couple of weeks back, Arsenal seven million was a chance. Ah, that's never. That's oh, never that would be delicious. That would be delicious. Um, I, I think. I think we. I, I. I love Rogic. I think he's technically the best player at Celtic. I think he can do things with his feet. Okay, Roberts would be the exception, but he's not our player. I think he can do things with his feet that we have not had in years um, well we've had him for four years <laughs> from 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 anyone else <laughs> um, and the one the one formation that Brendan Rodgers has tried once and the one situation where he does fit in is if we play a diamond in midfield um, and it's about most diamonds are forever so and the diamond allows you to have your two up front, it allows you to have your attacking midfielder and it allows you to have a defensive midfielder. And However, you've got to be relied to get back yeah. as much as everyone else. I think there's more of a reliability on you to come yeah. back because that means you've just got one well, midfielder. AC Milan won so many but European Cups and playing that. Yeah, exactly, and, and, back. And, you've still, and you've still got Tierney and Yanko that are going to be bombing it. He, he can he can be put in there. He's he's done it and he done it in one of the friendly games, one of the first few ones when they were away. If he if he wants to play that system, Roger's your man to have in there because the other ones I don't think fit in as well. The difficulty that Roger has, as Kieran was alluding to, is the fact that he can't really be put anywhere else. He's he's not got the engine. He's I I I don't know. Maybe, I mean. Who's to say that he would be any worse than Allen? And a more kind of withdrawn midfield role, uh, try to dictate things. I don't think he would be best there. It's gonna, it would maybe be difficult for him to be put somewhere else. So he's got to be number ten, and that's really the only formation I think 
that Rogers would go with that would allow a number ten. Yeah, I hope he doesn't go. If he does I'll, go, to be, see to be honest, I don't think any of us want him to go. No, of course, but right, I, I would like him to stay. I would love him to stay. Um, and and if he is going to go, the issue I have with it is I don't think you're going to get a lot of money for him. I think we see him as someone. I think he would need another season playing very very well to command. Four, five million, six million, up around about that mark. I think right now you're still talking about maybe two if somebody's daft three, because as you say, Chris, he's not played that many games. Yeah. So, and you know, you've got to have a team. A lot of teams are going to obviously look at what uh, Leicester have done. Look at the amount of running, the physical, the physicality of their game, and. I, I think there's very few teams that are willing to carry passengers. Rogic would be a passenger defensively, so he's a bit of a luxury player, a bit like yeah. Commons. L- luxury player. I don't think there's many teams now that are, that are willing to have one of those. His best option, I think, would be maybe if he could to get a move to Spain, somewhere like that. I, I think I, his game would be more suited to somewhere like that. I, British football, I can't see. Where no, he would I go. think I think to be fair, we need a squad. We're going to uh, touch wood. We're going to be in the group stages of at least one of the European competitions, right? So we'll have the European competitions. We'll obviously League Cup, Scottish Cup, and the league. We do need a big squad, and you know people will get injured. If if Rogic is more than happy to you know have a couple of games here and there. Then, then fine. I can't see him uh, as you say. I think you may make a great point. I think Rogers, Rogers likes work ethic. He likes people to try um, to not only you know develop their, that one side of their game, whether it be attacking or defending, but also to see the other side of the game. If you're a defender, let's see what you can go going forward. If you're a tackle, let's see you coming back. Um, so uh, you know, if Rogic can maybe develop his game, who knows? Uh, but would they be? But would they be happy if he sees himself? I've been here five years. I really want to be a bit part player off the bench. And always, but then you can always argue he's only twenty three, so he's yeah. still got many years ahead of him. You can However, also you can say that I've been at thirty five years and I still can't go off the bench in the first eleven. Then I need to go elsewhere to try and then de- t- maybe yeah. develop myself even further. There's a few. So maybe he's maybe for his future, it's him as the side yeah. he wants to move. There's a few people who I think need to leave for their own good. I don't necessarily think Rogic, as Louis says, I don't think Rogic's at that point yet. Um. I think he. I think I, I want to keep him. Um, if he wants to go and he's coming to the end of his contract, then you know we might have to take a bid for it. If he wants to go, fair enough. I get that. Um, player power and all that. Forrest needs to leave. Um, I think everyone can see that Forrest needs to leave. I don't know why the guy's still there. I don't know why. I don't know if he played in that game against Leicester. Again, he put him in the shut window. Maybe that's why they brought Effie on as well. But Forrest needs to... He didn't even look that fucking bothered when he missed that penalty. Honestly, he didn't even look like he gave a shit. And see when he got the, the captain's armband, again, it was just kind of... Eh. Like, what? I, Forrest, I'm sure... I'm, I'll, I'll state this now. James Forrest potentially could go down to a t- championship t- side in England and become a great player. He could. But it's all about whether James Forrest wants to. Because I'm looking at a player who honestly just look... I've never seen someone just not be arsed to play football. It's it's unbelievable. Um, I'm going to throw another wee name out from the Leicester game, and this will link into what we're thinking about for Wednesday. And uh, Kieran, hold your horses, hold your horses. O'Connell, bowed. Mm-hmm. O'Connell, 
100% paying attention. O'Connell. <laughs> yeah, not looking at your your, your other stuff. Um, O'Connell, what are your thoughts um, on O'Connell? O'Connell Bowd. O'Connell Bowd, O'Connell. And potentially Wednesday? I think he's a champagne centre-back. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, he, he'll hopefully be a very good player for us, but I, I've not been sure, to no. be honest, what I've seen of him this season. He's or this pre-season. Um, I, I, I don't think he's got it in him to be a, f- a first team in a parkhead. It's very, very early to say, no, that's not it. He's, but been, out loan, he's been out loan in a few places and he's came back having not really impressed. So, you know, it's it might, ju- it might just be too high a level. It's, again, as we've talked about before, it's just the pressure of Celtic. You have to win every game. It is. Um, Great I, goal, though. Great goal. Oh. Fantastic. And that was ridiculous. I mean, what, it wasn't. Uh, you, you can put, sometimes put down kind of fantastic goals to did he just hit it and wish, but he was telling Armstrong. Like, he Armstrong, put his hand up. Yeah, to Armstrong, this is, this mine, is mine, and he just great technique just to bend it around. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I, so I, just move him forward. A striker. Yep, that's what Done. I'm saying. So O'Connell, though, um, you're you're undecided. I, I no well I'm I'm just saying I don't I, I wouldn't write him off I wouldn't write off his entire Celtic career based on this preseason <laughs> and I've been known to do that yeah you do it on the, the basis of a half of I ten would, minutes I don't think he's he's ready to be a centre back for Celtic right now uh, Kieran Harran thoughts on O'Connell I think there's too many people ahead of him in the queue I think he's still I mean, what is he twenty twenty yeah he's still uh, still very young I mean he has been elsewhere to gain experience. He's not really come back. Not really impressed. Yeah, it's not impressed. He did he's get not, He's not impressed. How many dead games did you watch last year? It wasn't a day. It was, see, when he went down, he's, he's been he's been at Ipswich and he's been a few other places. I have actually tweeted um, fans from said places and asked them, and they they all they all said the same thing, and they all went. Show us the tweets, right? I'll show you them later. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, you know, no. Look again, as we said, clean slate from this preseason. Um, as Keon says, I think there's too many people ahead of him now. Um, we've got Sviachenko. We've got again. We keep forgetting about Boyata. I know you mentioned him at the start of the show, but it's not that we forget about him. We just don't, don't want, want him. <laughs> there's no clean slate, I'm afraid. No, yeah. You're Last right. season was a disaster. See, even if there was a clean slate, if he still fucked up about four times <laughs> within the space what, of four what ages, O'Connell? Twenty. Twenty. Plays for the Irish under twenty ones. Yeah. Um, I think. Based on, I'm basing this on the Leicester game. I thought I was really, really impressed with him in the Leicester game. I thought he was brilliant. He won almost everything that came into him in the box. Oh, um, he his reading of the game was really good. Um, his goal obviously was, uh, was a bit. You of know, magic. you're describing Franz Beckenbauer. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was a bit of magic. Um, he looked really good. I thought he looked imp- really impressive. But what? that is the first time he's ever looked that impressive. Yeah, and you're forgetting that we're, we were playing a Mickey Mouse team. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. He'll probably get relegated. But the thing is... He's Just so you're aware, see, when he was on loan at Oldham, he played two games, and when he was on loan at Cork, he played five. So <laughs> I might have been making all that But it could be this bit we talked about Colo bringing experience. Maybe this, you know, he could help a corner. You know, he, he's, he's, he's 20, and I think, you know... Why not? Yes, you, as you say, if he if he was still at the club and and, and Tory could help him out, yes. 
But I one, think one, I think I think the smart thing to do with O'Connell would be get him out on loan, even if he drops down. You know, does what Liam Henderson has done, does what um, you know James Keaton's did, Dylan McGeoch did. It doesn't have to be Hibs, obviously. But all those if, players you've mentioned have not done anything to get into the first team. Liam Liam Henderson playing first team football. Aye, but they not, have careers. Not, but we're not. We're not here to fucking get, make people careers. We're, we're here to make Celtic win. It doesn't matter. I, I would sacrifice people's careers no. if it meant Celtic no. win. Yes. No. Aye. Bound loving that. You're not sacrificing. One hundred percent. Agree. Lives can be done. No, try, try and find. I, I would like us to try if we can't get them uh, a, a team in the Scottish Premiership. Get, get them a, a team? What the fuck? No, 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 no. I'm talking about alone. I'm talking about alone. I know, I know. Get them, get, even if it was in the Championship, which will be competitive next year, get them a year's, a, a, another year's worth of experience. Get them another year's worth of experience. I think it's potentially too early. Because remember, a centre-half... You as, would as, imagine, I mentioned, as I mentioned, 27, 28, they, I think. They, so. need, they need experience. Aye. We can wait on O'Connell. If he's happy to, we could wait on him. Give him a couple of seasons out on loan, playing thirty games a season. That that would be ideal. Well, let me just make one one point to, and I'll get your opinion on this. All three years, who's ahead, O'Connell or Ayer? O'Connell just now. You think so? Well, O'Connell's a natural centre half. I think Ayer. Ayer does trying to develop anyone. No, I think Ayer is a centre. I, I think Ayer. Kiki, I mean, in his professional career, O'Connell has played twelve games. For 12 first team games so he's you know you know yeah, Ayer's coming play- through Celtic yeah no, no Ayer's coming through was it start oh look at the disgust in his face that's, oh, that's oh, aimed no. at you Christian he's, 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 a- he's able to play first team football for that team because obviously his quality outshone a lot of them in there whereas O'Connell is having to play against he's, he's trying to compete with some of the players we have at Celtic superstars Kieran yeah superstars Star was also really known for superstar centre back especially over the last Star, 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 Star don't have any superstars he's obviously a superstar I think to be fair I, I think they'll move him into the Beaton role I think if they can move Beaton on get some money for him I think he, they'll try and put him into that role because they get, then they have that option I think Ayer is ahead of O'Connell in terms of if if both of them were available tomorrow for Wednesday, I think Ayer would play the court. Yeah, you got to remember. I'm not, saying that's, I'm not saying that's fair, by the way. I'm just saying. Ayer's 16 years old. Well, 17, aren't he? Ayer, I think. I, let me check. He he's is, also, he's, he's also, he's also now got to experience the pressure of playing for Celtic. Yeah, of course. No, absolutely. I he's agree with very, that. He's a kid. So he's not 16 years old. He's 18. He's 18 now. Yeah. Well, we bought, we, we signed bought him, him as 17. a 17-year-old. Yeah, but 18-year-old. I, I I mean, it's going to take him a couple of years before he gets... I, I think that what Ayer's yeah. got Starts. on his... Um, he's 6 foot 5. Oh, he's a big bean So He's, he's going to almost he's, crouch it when yeah. I watch him some of the games. You just... When you actually see him at the stadium, you just don't realise... Well, that, I mean, he's not far off crowd, I don't think, when it comes to height. He's 18, right? He's 18 and he's had 61 appearances in the first team. Of start, O'Connor would probably have eighty. Jeez, and the first team of start. Maybe because he's went on loan. He's eighteen, to Kieran. He's eighteen. He's, he's eighteen, and he's had sixty-one appearances. Right. That's at, for any anybody at any level. That's brilliant. 
he's play, started in the <laughs> start, started in the top. He's a total asshole. Started in the top league. Ah, oh, hey, they are. They're in the they're in the uh, Christian top league. What the Norwegians? That's the top league. Oh gee, oh, no, the top league in the country. Tipple Tipple game. I think it's Tipple league. Tipple um, Christian Tipple league. Christian will listen. The disgust. Um, everyone should tweet at Kieran Harren about how awful his uh, throwaway remarks about about Norwegian football. It's one of the greatest leagues in the world. Um, it's one of the top ones. That is shit. Yeah, Diana went back, back to it. What? A corner would have about. I think a corner would have about 150 caps. At it. 150. <laughs> Single-handedly winning league medals oh, in a season. Start when he was 14. Do you know what I love? Start at 14. Do you know what I love? I love genuinely see when uh, Keane Luton went, he's an only, I was an only fucking superstar. Hey, who's the, who plays for start? Just dis- <laughs> love it. That's the 90 minutes I think for you. <laughs> um, our game on Wednesday. Um, Astana. Yeah. Astana, Astana sorry. Oh, mate, come on. <laughs> what happened to John Lowe's guy? Uh, he didn't get back to us. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> yeah. Tell us what you know. <laughs> what do you know about? To be fair, it's after midnight in uh, Azerbaijan. So, is it no Kazakhstan? But fucking asshole. That's why he didn't answer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> did you try and get an Azerbaijani? <laughs> he did as well. I did not. <laughs> Oh, you're having an absolute fucking stinker about it, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Champagne cynic over there. I think Bill wanted to come talk about Celtic. You guys like, what the fuck are you talking um, Anyway, I hope you're having as much fun listening to us. <laughs> no, okay, so, let me focus on Wednesday. Wednesday, we're playing uh, next round of the Champions League. Is it Astana? Is that how you... Is that Astana. How you Astana. Astana, yeah. Okay, and they're a, they're a Kazakhstani team. and they're wet- Seven years old. They're, they're well funded, um, from from what I'm led to believe. Is the government behind them or the gun? Uh, Is the government behind them? I think there's. Let me just get out of dingy one second. But there's some actually quite interesting news about one of their best players. Their captain. Is it their captain? <coughs> yep. Um, Leon, can you fill us in about that? Oh, word? no, that's that's different. Sorry, yeah. Um, their captain's out for this leg. Um, but yeah, one of the best, one of our best wee players uh, is a young midfielder, defensive midfielder. He's 21. Uh, yep, Maximovic. Um, um, and he's going to, he's in the Olympic Lyon and talks to sign him just now. So, I mean, what people are, what, what, what kind of rumours I heard today were, it's quite, I think it was French Football Weekly said it was quite far on, which means that even if it's not they confirmed, risk they might they not might risk playing. So, that. That's a good. That's a good start. But they might see him look at before you go. We need you to help us get into the get his passes. They might want to use him. They might, and then he breaks his leg, and he, they're not going to get their money for him. I'm not saying they will, but who knows? But that's a possibility. That one of their best. His mind elsewhere. Yeah. 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 Who's to see? <laughs> I wish you could see Chris Brown's beard. Um, how do you line up? Well, firstly, we're away from home, and. We're going into Kazakhstan again. We've been there before when we played uh, Shakhtar Karagandi, where we ha- were fucking horrific away from home. Uh, if you compare that with last season, when we went to Azerbaijan last season, uh, we played very well. We played a great, uh, almost defensive game. We actually st- should have won that game. Um, the point is, it's it's tough. It's tough. It's tough for Rogers. How do you think he's going to line up from a formation point of view, Kieran? I think he'll play a bit more safe with a back four. I don't think he'll go with the back three. 
I mean, we don't even have a back three to be perfectly honest. If yeah. you're saying Ayer didn't travel, we didn't use two, the only two centre, well, Lustig and Sviachenko. Well, Lustig, Sviachenko will be O'Connell and O'Beefy. I suppose the technical's four there, but. I don't I don't imagine if I, he'll be in the squad. He wasn't I in the squad. I can't imagine he would. I, I don't think he's going to risk it. I don't think we need to push forward enough to get the result. I think we need to be more tight. And I think we probably need to just catch him either on the counter or try and nick a goal at set pieces. But I think the ultimate thing is just not to concede. Not to concede full stop, but not to concede too many. Yeah. Not come back. Like, we managed the last time we 2 0 down, we managed to win 3 0, but that was that was a, a yeah. goal on the game for us in the last minute to, to actually put us through. Um, so I think I think he'll go with yeah, the back back four. Um, I think he'll probably he'll, he'll have, I think he'll have McGregor Brown. And Armstrong, I think he might sacrifice the top two and put Griffiths out wide again. But then, if he puts him out wide, is I mean Patrick Roberts has shown how much of a talented player he is. I don't know why he didn't play, like, didn't start the the away game, um, Imps game. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Maybe he might. He might. He might kind of keep that back and put Griffiths in it. Yes, I did. I almost said it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you did. <laughs> um. I, th- I think he might kind of go similar to what he did against uh, against the Imps, where he'd have like, Dembley up, up top, Griffiths will play in the wide, which doesn't really work out, but he's, he's Griffiths, I mean, he can, 19 out of 10, when he gets a decent enough chance, he's going to finish it. Yeah. Um, I think it's just, it's just, it's just keeping it tight, holding it tight, and I think, try and get back to Parkhead with not so much of a, a big deficit. Yeah, um, yeah, Louis, uh, Kieran's making some interesting points. Would you agree with him, or do you think it's going to go a little bit different? How do you think we're going to line up? Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's a, maybe a bit of a tricky one. I, th- I, I would like us to play... Uh, I'd like us to be smart over there. Let's not try and, you know... I don't want any kind of bravado, like, you know, we need to play attacking football, so let's go and take it to them. No, you need to be smart. You're playing, you've had a, a long journey. It's going to be, it'll be roasting. You know, we're, we're playing on a pla- plastic pitch again. One thing I cannot have is another performance like we had against the Red Imps. Are we? Um, I think the pitch is certainly better now, um, because it probably suits a stana, whereas having the pitch dry and, and as bad as it was uh, in Gibraltar suited the Red Imps. Um, I, I think he'll be a wee bit more conservative, as Keelan's saying. Um, I think he'll probably go, obviously, Gordon and Goals. I think he'll go Yanko, Sviachenko, uh, Yanko, Lustig, Sviachenko. Um, Young Tilly. Tierney, yes. What's oh hold on a hold hold Tierney, on a minute. Why the, was there the only the only thing I was thinking is you know I I, I don't think he's going to want to go too far away from the 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 three five two when we're attacking and then being able to switch, uh, you know, having almost five at the back. I think he likes doing that, and he don't. If he was going to tinker with it. I think he would have probably tinkered with it at some point in the Leicester game. So I can't see him changing that too much because that's what the players are used to. What I thought he might do is play Tierney wide left in midfield and then obviously he drops back. But he maybe has more of a kind of restricted role. Maybe give Yanko the chance to, to, to bomb up occasionally. 
I don't know. I think uh, Armstrong, Brown, and McGregor. I would imagine the three of them will be playing in midfield. I bet you Forrest plays. Um, I bet you Forrest plays. I bet you Forrest plays in the left. I bet she does. I can't see it. See in the uh, away. Did Yanko play or Lustig? Lustig. Did Lustig play? Yanko. Yeah. The Yanko's yeah. Yeah. Because obviously been a plastic pitch. I wasn't sure how often Lustig plays his plastic pitches because he. Like his injuries, yeah, I think they're a bit worse. I just w- I wonder whether they'd maybe go with Yanko. Yanko's we'll go Yanko right from back. Yeah, um, but as whether they put Lustig in centre half. Um, Chris, Chris Bowd, do you agree with these guys? Do you think we're going to Louis? Were you basically saying it was going to be like a four-three-one-two? I, th- I think it. I think it's kind of difficult just because it changes so much. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think about it in my own head, but I think he really wants to have, um, you know, I think he would want Yanko and Tierney there because they're they're versatile enough, and I think he needs a wee bit of versatility. Um, but I'm not sure. I, I I can see him being more defensive in his in his approach, but it's just quite how he does it. Yeah, with the players that he's got. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. I just can't see how he's not going to go four three three. I don't. I don't know. I don't think he'll go as as rigid. As we four at the we back went. We went defensive against Karagandi and we get spanked. Now and it was two 0 going on about five or six, and we were just lucky, right? That I think they hit the post a couple of times. To be fair, we had one or two opportunities, but we went defensive because. We all imagined it was the right thing to do, and it's probably what Carrigandy expected. Chris Christopher Bowd, if he actually came out and fucking went at them, because we're we're building this team up to be, you know, they they they, they slimly got by uh, Zagrilis Zagrilis Viennese. Sorry for mispronouncing that. They, they they slimly got by the the Lithuanian team, and. You know, if you look at the results in the the Champions League, two each draw at home, no three draws, all high scoring draws, so they do concede, and then away from home they weren't great. Now they're clearly a team of quality, right? I just people I think are building them up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but much. I think again because their home results in Europe have always been so good, even against big teams. No, yeah. no, no, no doubt about it. Um, but I, I, I think. Should we not, fuck, should we not go, fuck it? Um? I think it'll be 3 5 2. We'll go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, like yeah. fucking guy knows. Um, they tend to play a 4 2 3 1. So, could be could could counter it quite well. If so, almost match up with them man for man in midfield. Well, well and still have the basis of having two up front as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think and they've only got one up front. So, and that's what I, that, I think that's if you have Yanko, if you have Yanko and Lusty, um, Yanko and Tierney. What I love about them is they're athletic. They can get up and down. You yeah, can, yeah. But then you're sacrificing it, Patrick Roberts. Yeah, that that's that's what that's what, no. I don't well, I don't necessarily think so. Patrick I, Roberts cannot be your wing back, Louis. He just can't. no, no, no. I know he can't. I'm, I'm not saying that. Reverts a four at the back when they're attacking. I th- I think if you were going to have the three at the back, you would al- almost have Yanko, Lustig. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's tough. I mean, it's, it's tough. It's, it's, it's so. Are you, are you are you thinking, Bowd? Are you thinking he plays Sviachenko, Lustig, and O'Connell? Those three at the back. 
with Tierney because that's I, I'm, I, I'm I think have, Tierney can work on the left I don't know if Rodgers will do that but I think that's a back two but that's not a back three because Tier, Tierney, will, Tierney will push up no, that's what I'm saying. Though he's on the left of midfield, but he's capable of coming yeah, back in. That's, that's I, I, I don't. I'm not saying Rodgers will do that, but I think he's perfectly capable of playing that, and I think that would work. Um, I, 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 and I, then you've still got Roberts. You're just you're sacrificing. I think sometimes when you tell players. these players, I think sometimes Tierney's young, right? So Tierney's taken up. He's like a sponge. I, I would imagine. I don't know the boy. I would imagine he's like a sponge. So when someone tells him to do something, he'll do it to the nth degree some of those players I think if you say you know you're going to have a bit let's be a bit fluid here we're going to go from a three some of them I think just need a rigid formation Patrick Roberts for example who is terrific still young does he know when to drop back and when to help out Yanko I don't think he does I don't think he necessarily should have to either you know depending on the opposition this game he will though in SPL Patrick Roberts should pretty much have at you right this game you're, I think as much as I said where you can attack them but you can attack them still having a rigid formation where people know their damn roles and shut their damn mouths I think I think that's that's what I was I think that's what I was thinking is that we have um, we have Lustig at the, the so three at the back Lustig at the right of it with O'Connell and Sviachenko midfield in the middle the middle three would remain Brown Armstrong, and then Armstrong McGregor. McGregor just in front of him. I would have Tierney on the left of midfield and then possibly if, if, if it might you could play it, might, it might be too defensive for some people but maybe Yanko instead of Roberts and you sacrifice Roberts and you maybe bring him on as, as the game's stretched and then you still get to have Griffiths and, and Dembele up front. You potentially could do 4-5-1 where it's attacking but it's still defensive because you could have Yanko and Roberts bombing right up that you could have Tierney and another whether it be Armstrong or whether it be Forrest bombing up there you've Brown sitting and you've the other two to support the main striker well, I don't know if he's, he seems to be over the last three or four games these are just op- these are just options though I think see the you were about to say there see instead of Yanko I think you could play Roberts on the right because the way it would work if if the if the if they're attacking down our left our back three will slightly move over and Tierney will come back in and make it a four. You've also yeah, got Scott yeah. Brown coming over and help. So you might not need that defensive person. Same way, but then I suppose if you look at the other side, if it was coming down this side and the balls went past Tierney, the three come over, you'd expect Roberts to come back. Um, but, but Scott Brown will be key there because I think Scott Brown's going to have to cover both sides. Scott so Brown being key is terrifying. So, so whatever, but it's not even not so much to tackle. It's just see just pressure. Just see just being just see just pressure pressure uh, pressure a, a a player that can force him to make a mistake. You don't have to be able to tackle him. It's just as long as you can force him one way. What happens if they force Brown into a mistake? Well, I was t- making that's the call. if he's on the ball, but aye, but not when he's actually not on a defending wise. That's terrible. The fact that our, our, our captain were scared when he's on the ball. That's not great, is it, Kieran? <laughs> Sorry. Right, we're going to do I questions. Think th- I think the three five two actually, I think might be more of it. Right, we're going to do questions, but one predictions from you first, uh, Kieran. Prediction. Uh, I think no, no. I think we'll actually keep it to no, no. That would be terrific. Louis McCaffrey, Louis Dog. Uh, I'm going to go one one. I think we'll get there. We go. Lovely stuff. Chris Bowdington, Bowdington Steel. One inch, one inch. Casual. Why'd you copy me, mate? Ca- ca- casual. Come up with your age scores now. You've seen mine and then you stole it. Uh, I think Celtic will win. I think it'll be a 2-1 uh, 
2-1 victory. Um, and then, yeah, we'll see you down the road. We'll speak to you down the road. Um, okay, so we've got questions. We've got quite a few questions, so let's batter through them. Um, Cardinal Vesuvius at Craigie A. Owens. This is quite an interesting one because he's, he's made he's made uh, uh, appearances. Is there still a place for Izzy? Uh, thought he did well on Saturday. Good cover for young Tierney. Chris Bowd, there's a place for Izzagiri. Well, exactly as he positioned it, though. That's cover for young Tierney. I don't think um, he's, he, he should be our first team, our first choice player. Uh, he's been a, you talk about being a fantastic service uh, servant. As he came in, was our first decent left back um, who managed to keep his form for more than two months for as long as I can remember. Um, so I love it, easy, but just over the last season or two, his form has been dreadful. Yeah. Um, but, as we were talking about earlier, clean slates, what's he done this pre-season when he's been there? Came so, in, he's been all right. He's looking good. Uh, I, ah, yeah, Joe Allen did sign for Stoke. Yeah. There's, Louis showed a picture earlier on. Oh, you were in the toilet doing a poo. Um, Desi Boy at Didcot CSC um, he, he, he just makes a couple of comments first comment is if we can't beat Astana then the Champions League isn't for us it's a fair enough That's point absolutely fair um, he also he does say however that he is confident um, of us going through Louis McCaffrey got a wee question for you this That's is from me. Liam O'Neill at Celts fan 1967 does Scott Allen have a future at Celtic do you see him developing under uh, Brendan Rodgers Yes, as we spoke about earlier, I think he does have a future. Rogers has said that he thinks he has a future and this will be a big season for him. I think if he goes into that kind of almost defensive midfield role, kind of more of a kind of Javi role than a Busquets role, then I would I would like to see that. I'd like to see how he could develop that. Like I, I think he could make the team tick. Yeah, thanks for that, Liam. I think we we kind of touched on that before. Make the well. tick tick. Uh, Kieran so. Haran, the freight train. Uh, Derek at the boy Moz. How's it going, man? He asks about Scott Sinclair. Exciting signing or overpaid journeyman? What does FWIW mean in like tech speak? Like IDK means I don't know, right? FWIW for it's not. There's no uh, no why. F what? FWIW. Uh, for what it's worth. Oh, hello. There you go. It's fancy. Uh, he says, for what... Chris Bowd didn't know that. He Googled <laughs> it. For, for what it's worth, thanks, Derek, uh, I think he'd do a great job for us if his attitude is right. Kieran, thoughts on Scott Sinclair? Scott that Sinclair. sounded about right. I don't think he'd be overpaid. I mean, I think they're hanging, holding out for three and a half. We're just trying to just negotiate... Well, Negotiate, but we're just well. They only eight, they signed him for two and a half, and since they've been relegated, and he's only played twenty thirty games in two seasons. Uh, I can see why they've put in small, but I didn't kind of know that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know he signed for two and a half. Million. Um, I don't, to be honest, I've not watched a lot of Sinclair over the last couple of years. He, I mean, he did really well for Swansea. He was fantastic for them. Got his move to City, which was probably their own move. Yeah. He just seen the money, money in the big club and went, and it's. His girlfriend wanted to move back to Manchester as well. She's in Coronation Street. She was. Right. Um, but You're a disgrace. Obviously, he's kinda, his development went back the way because he didn't play a lot of games. And then I, th- so I take it the day to go on loan at all, no? Was it just straight to Villa no, from City? No, just Villa from City. Yeah, and it, it, obviously, it wasn't influential enough to help keep them up, but I don't know if MD would have been good, yeah. good enough to keep Villa up. Um, so, I mean, I, I dare say... Not taking a shit all of the Scottish League, but he should come up here and do pretty well if he can if he can cope. Well, we just the, imagine the, what you do in Norway. 
Well, we just talked about um, who would play the left, and the idea is if it's Forrest, then fuck that noise. So Sinclair could nicely snug, snug See, I, could, I never thought Sinclair as a number 10. I've seen him always, always as a winger. I think, oh, That's I think, what I mean. But he played, a, he played in the right for Swansea, because it was him in the right, and it was Dyer on the left. Yeah. So, again, are we going to, if he comes here, would we play him in the right, and then would Roberts go to the left? But Roberts can't, he, he can't really play in the left, he needs to play in the right, because he's left-footed. And likes to come in. Yeah. Well, here, here's my from for us. More importantly, hold the bus. Hold the bus. Do you want? I I think I. Um, <laughs> Why you don't? He did. He did go on loan between Man City and Aston Villa. I thought he did, but I know you agree with me. He went to because Wikipedia is on. Uncom- no, uh, is on no. I said I, I asked him to search it, didn't I? Who, who, did. who did go on? Um, he went to West Brom. Uh, on loan, and then he went to Aston Villa on loan. And then I know, he, he, I know he went. I know he went to oh, Villa. No, on, never said that. No, I know he went to Villa on loan. I didn't know. I, I didn't know well, he went wh- to. Why did you say the complete opposite, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> carry on, carry on. <laughs> Such an asshole. But um, anyway, for what it's worth, my point of view is uh, I think I think Villa, um, Sinclair would be a good signing. Uh, but Derek's right; his attitude needs to be right. He was playing really, really, really well for Swansea, and he followed the money. My fear would be we'd sign him on a three or four year deal. He would come up here after a year where he's maybe impressed really well. The first club that lifts its skirt to him will be back down south. And and so I, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Uh, that's what I don't want to happen. Yeah. If he comes up here with a hungry attitude and and don't get me wrong, see if he's playing so well that other clubs are attracting him, then clearly something's working. Yeah, I, I think it's a position that we have to buy someone because we don't. GMS, I don't think is is gonna cut it nah. really. Um, and Christie, who played on the, I'm pretty sure Christie played on the right for Inverness. He did, did he for, not? for Inverness. He did. Um, and he's been put out left, and I've liked what I've seen from Christie, but he's still probably not naturally in that left wing position. So having a left winger, I think, is something that we have to have coming out of this window. And he seems he he does. I, I watched a few interviews with him um, from when he was at Swansea. Um, and he seems like a really like a nice. He looks like a. For fuck's sake! Here we fucking I mean, go. I, I've not <laughs> yeah. seen lovely walk. I've not <laughs> seen yeah. him walk. What's the gate like? I've <laughs> not. I've not seen him walk yet. But he. He looks like he's a nice guy. And remember where he is in his career. He's came, to prove himself now. He, yeah, he's got. He's got something to prove. He's going back to a manager who brought the best out of him. I think it could. It could work really well for him, as you say. If his exactly. attitude is. Right. I mean, uh, Sam Allardyce is now the England manager. If you are a semi decent England play, England play English player and you actually, you know, give it a go and you start playing well, I, 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 Sam Allardyce probably would be like, well, okay, he's playing in Scotland, but he's playing in the Champions League. Maybe we'll think. So my my point is, if he's if he's hungry enough and he's got the right attitude, who knows where they could go from? This, this is probably the the most important move of his career. Ah, this one, but also as well. Rodgers knows what to get out of him because he was the one that yeah, brought yeah. him through Swansea. He's the one that kind of developed him, so he knows what he can do. So maybe it just needs Rodgers to kind of give him the confidence again to say, "This is the way you should be playing, and this is the way you can play." It. I'll give you the platform to do it. And it might, it should resurrect his career. Exactly. Uh, Chris Bowd, uh, Sherm at P Dizzle eighty eight. Celtic's transfer dealings. Who is to blame for not securing signings like Sinclair, Lawwell, penny pinching slash clubs overpricing? Thoughts. A bit of both. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's wrong that Celtic should try to get value for money. Um, Scott Sinclair, as you just described, is a perfect example. They signed them for two or just over two and a half. Million. Two and a half I think, was it? Um, they want five after they've been relegated. Yeah, I don't see why we would pay more than they paid for them. No, there's right. not. You know, the the 
the journey he's had at Villa hasn't been enough to, to make him worth more. Yeah, um, I think uh, obviously the board are getting very criticised for 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 their transfer activity or lack thereof. Uh, I think Lowell's a negotiator, um, maybe to the detriment at times. I, I can't. We're no, we're not a podcaster going to sit here and tell you this is what's happening next Wednesday. We don't we don't know, and we're not going to kid on. We do. But then Rogers Rogers not come out as well and said, "I just want quality." So whether I buy two or three players at quality than bringing in six. Yeah. So he's already come out himself and it's himself. So maybe it's actually more Rogers is saying, look, like, there may be people out there, but there's not a people that I want. Yeah. Maybe you only could, two or three I you want. You could go and get want. ten fucking no marks from start, right? Or you could buy one good player. Am I right, Kieran? I'd take one good player. <laughs> but no, I mean, when Grant Hanley's going to a championship club for six million pounds, game's a bogey. Yeah. It's, but it's then just the tough. question is, should we not be... I mean, to be, I was going to say, should we not be looking at England? We've done well. Yeah, but, but Rogers' market is England. Yeah, Ro- Rogers had the reason Rogers is going to the championship that's is because he knows he knows, he knows yeah. the market. Louis McCaffrey, this is from Donald Graham at the Nairn Dawn. Uh, what's your favourite uh, colour of ticket? Pink. <laughs> is it is it the pink and black? No, it's pink. No, it's bl- pink and black. Pink and mustard. A little white. Beautiful. Uh, what has been your favourite colour of match day ticket? Um, pink. Pink, eh? Because it's every other one's white, is it not? Oh Jesus, it was a joke. Uh, should Brand? This is from Robert Sherry at the Plate Swedish. Should Brendan Rodgers be able to get a performance and victory out of this squad, um, or is it too much? Are heat pitch and journey? Thoughts, Louis? Um Yeah, it's it's a bit of a kind of it's an interesting one because it's difficult. It's difficult to judge the impact that a manager has so early Straight off the in, into his, his time at the club. I mean, should he be able just to walk in there, say a few words, and immediately the players raise their game for him? I don't know if... I mean, none of us have ever been in a dressing room and, and had a manager tell us what to do like that. I don't know if that's that's really how it's going to work. I think it's... Obviously, we've we, you see managers come in, especially in teams. Usually, when teams are getting close to relegation or in a fight, you'll see a new manager come in, and suddenly they look totally rejuvenated, and they they, they, they kick on, and, and it totally changes their attitude. Is he going to do that with a group of players who are not in that situation where they're fighting for their lives? They've they've already won. Something they know that they're the best in the country. Are you going to have such an immediate impact? I can't imagine it. It it will be it will be interesting to see. I think there is there is a lot of factors at play as Rogers laid out and his and uh, when the tie was made. Um, but we can't be using them as an excuse. That's the most important thing. Correct, Kieran Haran. Uh, I have to rattle through these because we're running a bit over. Doctor Wisdom at Exiled underscore Boy. Is it football suicide if Brendan Rodgers picks Johansson and Bitton to start against Astana? I think we're safe from the noise. The two of them are, are, didn't travel. They're not fit. Uh, did they not travel? I thought Johansson yeah. did. I don't think. <laughs> they definitely safe not. in the knowledge. Bitton <laughs> <laughs> didn't travel. I'm pretty sure it said Johansson wasn't close. Wasn't going to be available for this either. So let's just say they did. Though, do you think? Did you think both their times I'd up? Well, no, because Rogers already came out publicly and personally spoke to Johansson and says, "I want you are going to be part of my plan." So he's already said he's already indicated that Johansson's going to make some part of it. But 
which part I'm not too sure. It's not I, like a I, football manager to lie. I just, I just imagine that he would play McGregor's role. I think McGregor would, would fall out for Johansson to step back into that. Uh, Chris Bowd, well, we've kind of covered this. Uh, Ewan O'Connell, the real deal, and how do we feel about the new shape? Robert's wide right on his own makes me nervous. That's from Scott Booth, at Scott Booth, who, again, I've said it last week and I'll say it again, has the greatest uh, Twitter picture of all time. Um... O'Connell, I guess we've kind of we've kind of touched on that, um, and we've kind of touched the formation. So I mean, as recorded, but listen up, Scott, for fuck's sake, um, <laughs> just attacking people aren't taking the time to be nice. To us. Um, easy T at Tojo underscore eight one eight eight eight. Best prison <laughs> eighteen eighty eight should have been. Uh, best prison friendly you've been to? I have given up on them now. Uh, old sh- um, same old shite, unless it's a party in the dub. Uh, He's going to Barcelona, I think. Probably, I suppose it's what you would determine as best in terms of best quality. Well, you don't really get a lot of great quality football in pre-season friendlies. But I, before I had a season ticket, I used to go uh, to the odd pre-season game. Uh, they were more or less the only games that I got to in the season. And I remember seeing Arsenal when they came up and Vieira was playing. I didn't get to see Henri, but in Ali Adi, Ali Adi, uh, that boy, um, he was playing, and then he ended up coming to Celtic, I think, it's after a really that. interesting story. But I would say the Arsenal game, because I, I got to see some big names, probably saw Colo Turi. Right, okay, right, you, you've spoken off. What were you? <laughs> Have you got a few premium uh, Newcastle, Bayern Munich. Great stuff. How <laughs> <laughs> <Have> that. <laughs> Kieran, have you got one? All I can think of. Uh, we saw uh, two thousand. Would, would have been Give it that, shot, please. that great Leeds team. None of you, him. Great, great Leeds team um, who uh, went on to the Champions League semi final. Had uh, Real Ferdinand, um, uh, Michael Bridges, Alan Smith, Michael Jubilee, Alan Smith, Alan Smith, Lee Boyer, um, Lee Boyer, um, Alan Jubilee. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, also had uh, what you call him? Who was the Norwegian boy? Uh, who remember the Norwegian boy? Who Ayer. was Ayer. Oh, for fuck's sake! No, actually, we didn't play first start. Do you know anything about football? Any Dalen? Matt, he was Swedish for a Sweet. fucking start, dickhead. Oh, you think they're all the same, do you? Oh, well, Jesus Christ, <laughs> calm it down. Sorry, let's wrap this question up, boys. Yeah, okay. The, uh, the Norwegian boy. Uh, oh, he was brilliant. Anyway, if Celtic, uh, you want to be? No! Bjornaby! He's Danish! You know what my B? No, he was Norwegian, actually. Ah, uh, oh, that's going to be annoying me. Okay, I'll just finish these John up. You're just naming Norwegian <laughs> players out of time and everything. Yeah, I don't remember my Norwegian internationals. No. But put in uh, Leeds team 2001. Um, okay, if Celtic don't sign a player to replace Brown in time for the playoff game, if we make it, we will be hugely exposed, in my opinion, especially with the quality of opposition we will face. That's from Scott Allen's Bobby. <laughs> At Scott Allen's ball bag. Um, I think we've kind of touched on that about how we agree with you. Um, we're going to be exposed if, um, if Scott. <laughs> exposed like Scott Allen's <laughs> ball bag. We're going to be exposed if uh, you know Brown's there. Um, right, we've got lots more questions, but do you, I think we have to round up. Eric Backer. Eric Backer. There you go. Uh, great stuff listen we, we, there's a lot of questions but we've not been able to get to them but um, we've just run out of time so we will hopefully touch on all your questions next week um, yeah great stuff Louis do you want to have a wee round up of the 
competition? Yeah, so the the competition, as we said, um, it's going to run throughout this week, um, and it, the competition will close a week today, Monday the first of August at six pm. Get um, on the periscope at seven fifteen pm. Seven fifteen for the periscope, where the winner will be announced. Uh, obviously, we're recording the pod then, and it'll be up on Twitter. You can. You stand to win a Celtic 1967 replica, uh, replica um, <laughs> <laughs> European <laughs> Cup winning shirt kit, well, top thing. Um, it, it, it's fantastic and it's not pink. Um, what do they have to do to enter? To enter, you have to follow the 90 Minute Cynic on Twitter, which hopefully you're already doing. Um, you have to tweet us a screenshot or a photo of you downloading or listening to this week's show so it's got to be this week's show uh, with the hashtag 90mccomp no hashtag no entry no hashtag no entry uh, great stuff um, on twitter at 90 minute cynic uh, we're on facebook as well facebook.com slash 90 minute cynic uh, chris bowd you've brought a lot of shenanigans to the to the, the podcast today with your big beard um, pleasure as always bod poddington steel Pleasure of mine, thank you. Oh, lovely thank stuff. You. You're actually not an asshole there. Uh, Louis McCaffrey, Housewives favourite? Aye. Aye. Kieran Harn, um, Hip Hop and Don't Stop? Absolutely, it's been fun as usual. Great stuff. Uh, I've been Chris Gallagher and we'll speak to you down the road.
Friendships is 